0: plushcare.com slash weight loss Today we're continuing our series on chicks that are killing it This one's a lot of fun and it's a different take on your usual cafe On. We don't get out much, but we are—we're out and about. It's good to be out. Yeah, so yeah. we're in Belmont, New South Wales, and we're about to sit down with Lauren, who runs and owns Common Circus Cafe, and mm. it's probably one of my top favourite cafes in all of the land. It's a
1: big call, but I, I can see why you like it. I'm yeah. loving it. I can smell the raisin bread.
0: Yeah, it's the, great, isn't the it? coffee's so, fantastic. So we're, we're about to have a chat with Lauren, but before we get into that, if you haven't already, jump into the Facebook group. We've had some good chats in there, haven't we? We have had some great chats. Yeah. yeah. I, I just get surprised with the quality of the listeners who are joining that group. So Like... It's not a bottom-of-the-barrel type of group. It's like there's some premium people in there with yeah. good incomes, good, I don't know, intention and willing to learn and share information, which is important.
1: Yeah, no, no disrespect, but they, they're they young too, aren't they? Like 19, 20, 21, and yeah. they got their, their hat screwed
0: on. I think it's good. And we're saying in, on the way up in the car, like, if I can do one thing if you're under 25 to encourage you to keep away from any consumer debt get qualified, get your career started. I've done my part for society and thank you, I'll take the Australian of the Year title. <laughs> would you give me that title? I could give it to you. I don't know if anyone else... No, no, of course they would. But uh, yeah, and you're right. I think
1: um, it's very easy when you're 22, 23 or 19 to go down the path of let's have a great time and, and instant buy... gratification. Yeah, yeah, buy heaps of things and yeah. and uh, look the part and all of those. Yeah, but these people that are joining our our club, if you want to call it, are are, are not that type, which is great. They enjoy life now,
0: but they also have a strong vision. And I've been saying it, I I sound like a broken record lately, but it's like one eye on the future, one eye on today. And that's the kind of straddle that we need to do with our finances because I don't want everyone to save 90% of their income and not have a freaking life. We want you to have a life, but we want you to do it in a, I guess, a smart, considered... Um, strategic way, if you will.
1: Yeah, yeah, and no, they you don't know what's around the corner tomorrow, and and a lot of people are running away from what their parents have ended up with, yeah. or looking forward to what their parents have been given or, or worked hard for.
0: So it's either one or the other, but either way, it should motivate you. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's call Lauren over, and we'll we'll sit her down, and we'll have a chat. Welcome to My Millennial Money. You're listening to our three-part series, Chicks Killing It, where we highlight women who are killing it in their career. Part 2. Thanks for sitting down with us, Lauren. You're welcome. So, Hello, Lauren. Hello. This is John's first time in your... Establishment, welcome. I, I
1: must admit, I have been in here before. A quick takeaway, and, and oh, I'm gone that's again. Because right, when I was with you, well, no, no, nah, it was on my own. Just needed to fix, and yep. I ran in and come out again.
2: We get a lot of that. We, I do, pride ourselves on how like efficient we are behind that machine. So Very if quick. you want a quick coffee, you can come yeah.
0: in. Yeah, yeah, and, and lovely out. coffee too. Yeah, yeah. so. Yes, we are at Common Circus. And if you are on the New South Wales East Coast, specifically in the Newcastle region, do drop in. Um, and Come say hey. Come say hey. And before we start having a chat with you, just so our listeners can get a bit of a vibe of you, what's the Instagram handle?
2: Yep, so just at Common Circus. Yeah, sweet. Plain and simple. Yep. Sweet.
0: So if you're... If you're cruising down the M1 or the A7 or whatever freeways they're around, <laughs> what's a Melbourne freeway, John? Oh, look, the, uh, there's, there's a Ring Road. The there's Ring a, Road. There's a Western freeway. If you're And I've been to Perth once, so if you're cruising down that highway from Perth up to Duna Loop or whatever it's called. Joondaloobe? Yep. yep, And there's Perth. the train line in the middle of the freeway. If you're cruising at the moment driving. Sturt Highway? Yep, don't do that. But if you're laying in bed at home tonight, if you're on the treadmill at the gym, Grab your phone and check out Common Circus on Instagram and that will just give you a vibe before you start listening to Lauren.
2: Yeah, so. I think it does. Instagram will definitely give our, our best platform for our vibes, yep. I would say. Yep. Do you do
1: all that or you hire someone who uh, focuses on that?
2: We, I have done it myself um, since the beginning and I kind of somewhat enjoy it as well. But recently, um, just getting busier trying to delegate a few more things off my plate um mm. one of my staff me- members beck has um she sort of uh sort of expressed an interest in sort of doing it so she started to help me with it now she was taking she takes a wicked photo so um, yeah
1: almost nine thousand followers yeah we're doing all right Jeez. yeah yeah mm. That's that's
0: good. Not messing about here. No. Mm. it's no kid's birthday party, (laughs) this thing. (laughs) This is the real bloody deal. (laughs) So, let's go back, Lauren. How long have you had, I haven't told you yet, that we're doing a little mini-series about chicks that are killing it in business. Right. And you're one of the chicks. Oh. Do you realize that, Lauren? No, no. So, looking in, you're killing it. So, I wanted to open the hood of what you're doing because a lot of people don't know we've got a large female Listenership or yes. I don't know what the word is, yeah, yeah. and well and truly under 30 years old. And I just want to use this as a platform to encourage young women uh, to get out there, give things a shake, hmm. and, hey, if it doesn't work, awesome. Yes. That's cool. But if it does work, awesome. That's cool.
2: Yeah. I and, think that's a big point, too, is if, if it doesn't work you didn't die trying. Like, yeah, exactly. not a uh, wondering, sorry. You didn't die, die wondering whether it would or it wouldn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
2: think that was my biggest motivator is I had this in my head for so many years and I was like, well, I'm either going to give it a go and fail. Mm. And my, my line used to be, I'll just go get a job at Woolies at yep. the end of the day if well, it fails. Th- and that
0: was my thing as yeah. well. It's like someone said to me, what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. And I'm like, well, the worst thing that can happen is someone calls me up and says... I'm coming around to murder you because that's pretty bad. Right. Yeah. But okay, so if that's the worst thing, yeah. the next thing is, Oh, the business venture doesn't work. Oh, compared to getting murdered, it's oh, what a big it's no big deal. So no. And to be honest, if you're having a, a crack at something pre
1: thirty, you you got fifty years to recover from that if it doesn't <laughs> yeah, or you that's should true. have, roughly. Yeah.
0: So yeah. It's, uh, yeah, people that's want tomorrow, it tomorrow, right? And also, in 200 years, nothing matters anyway. <laughs> but that's exactly. getting very philosophical.
1: So, can I ask a personal question, Lauren? How old were you when you started Common Circus?
2: Uh, so, Common Circus will be five in October, and I am currently 33, about to turn 34. So, yeah, just under 30. Yeah, 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 great.
0: Sweet, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. And how long was it in... Okay, so rewind what were you doing before common
2: so my background is um fashion design so i'm from sydney and um i my story i guess summed up is i call it i had a quarter life crisis where i was like um lost my mind a little bit
1: um
0: had
2: some anxiety attacks and was like what the hell am i doing in sydney we are
0: kindred
1: spirits (laughs) (laughs) how many of you had now Uh, It's
0: perpetual. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've had a few since, but um, yeah, it was a big one. I had some family issues going on and I was just like, what am I doing? I'm killing myself in this industry and not getting anything back. Like, you know, I think the most I ever earned was like 43 grand a year. And and,
1: lots of hours and stress.
2: Up to, you know, working at the office literally till 3am in the morning, catalogues and stuff. and. It's just such a competitive industry that you just kept going because you just—if you stopped, you'd get pushed aside.
0: That's right. And a serious note: is it fashion or fashion?
2: Uh, it's <laughs> it's neither. Okay. It's, be it, it's, in my it's my nothing opinion
1: to, to Laura now because she's long gone. Yeah.
2: And I wasn't like I was—I worked for you know some street like surf labels, so it was never too hardcore. But yep. um, yeah, it was just long hours and and. I realized I didn't have the mental capacity to keep up. So, sure. um, yeah, basically I've been – I sort of quit that overnight and started just freelance graphic designing and um, and doing a few things on the side. I was kind of just like, don't say no and yeah. just do everything and anything. And um, my – husband um, who I met in the same sort of period um, lived up here and we just he was looking to buy a house and we kind of looked up this way and I was like you know what I could do that dream I've had yeah.
1: mm. for the brewing past. in the back of yeah, your mind
2: for years and years and I was like you know what I could do that in Newcastle we could afford it mm. and um, it's less saturated it's more opportunity mm. and um, and I just we just up and left and the next minute I had common circus in Belmont. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. perfect so talk to us if we want to get, you know, practical, um, did you start, and you can tell us to shut up and whatever, <laughs> but did you start, was it a rolling start with a bit of a war chest and cash, or did you have to get some loans? What, uh, what yeah, was that no, process?
2: Um, I actually spent 12 months writing my business plan. So, um, 12 I was months? Still, yeah. Wow. I was still living in Cronulla, and um, <laughs> I gave it, uh, I'm a... Uh, I like to be organised yep. and um, thorough so I knew I had to get a loan to start and yep. I knew I had to approach the bank and they didn't want to hear from you without a business plan yep. um, so I did. A, I actually did a short course in Sydney um, and it was a creative um, short course in, in writing a business plan and so then I spent 12 months um, doing that and like thoroughly doing that so I think it was about like a 30-page document in wow. the end.
0: And, um, and and just on that, yep. that's amazing because what it means is 12 months is a long time to have these dream brewing, right? Yeah. If after 12, like the fact that you were still keen after 12 months, we've stress tested if it was a passion or a pop idea. Yes. yeah. yeah, yeah and that's yeah. very important yep. for people to hear. Like, yes, you've got an idea and you want to do something, but is it like me when I go out and bloody buy something <laughs> dumb because I... Yeah, yeah less emotional actual, yeah. and
2: more passionate, yeah, which sometimes can be the same thing, I guess. But, um, yeah, no, This I actually found some, like, one-page business plans about this space from, like, probably about 10 years ago. So yeah. it's literally been something in my head hmm. since I was a little – I used to have shops I used to play with shops and yeah. stuff when I was a little kid all the time. Yeah, cool. yeah. I, yeah, I and begged the- my parents for a cash register When years.
1: you put 30 pages into anything, you're going to have some yeah. – experience on paper already before you open the doors, aren't you? Like you've yeah, thought think, of almost everything.
2: Yeah. And I think that showed when I went to the bank because any question they had, I had an answer for. Yeah. And it also, um, I also um, hired a pretty significant accountant up here in uh, Newcastle as well. So, I kind uh-huh. of had some big guns from the beginning, which mm. in the beginning seemed so somewhat silly but now looking back it was probably one of the better decisions and from
1: a cost point of view you mean
2: yeah cost point of view they were probably too big for my small business but now i've grown into them and they know everything about me yeah Um, and so it's definitely worked out in my favor yeah yeah
0: so for the and i i guess because it is a bit of a theme about chicks killing it for the chicks out there that want to kill it as a, what would you say, like if you've got an idea whether it's a cool space like this in an a up-and-coming little township or whatever yep. and they want to do something cool, is it as simple as, hey, let's write down, let's get some ideas of how much it would actually cost to start Yeah, and then we've got to work out, okay, well, if it costs X amount, so if I need, I'll make a number up, $60,000 or $50,000 yep. of capital, Yeah, how... How am I going to make money and then make some assumptions? I need to. Can you maybe talk through in a real practical way how chicks can just get the started. ball rolling?
2: Yeah, I think with the practical side. It's kind of interesting thinking that far back, but I do remember, yeah, just looking at the costs of what it would take to set up. For me, it was about being really practical in the beginning. So we did everything ourselves um, and you know called on all favours like um, everything that was built in here in the beginning was done by a friend of ours and then I gave him cost-priced homewares
1: um, for eternity (laughs) eternity.
2: Um, so it was um, about just being really practical in the beginning and there's some things that you want to be like emotionally by like for instance For instance, for us, it was the tiles on the counter, which were way too expensive, but that was one thing
0: I gave myself. And that's – can I jump in there as well? I always crap on about this, don't I? It's Mm -hmm. like, pick your battles. You can't have the perfect and the most expensive premium everything, but if there's one thing that wants to be your signature thing, go to town on one thing only.
2: Yes, one thing. And also, um, you have to be able to justify those decisions so for me I take my um emotional decision I know my emotional decisions versus my practical ones and if I know I'm being emotional about it whether that's like an aesthetic thing I take it to my board yeah which is my husband and my mum and my accountant sometimes um so so if I know I'm thinking about it from an yeah
1: yeah so just to cut you there your husband and your mother yeah um, obviously they're emotionally supportive as well, but do they have business experience and business hat? Do they come in and, and yeah, so cut my, you off at the pass? my
2: mum's actually um, a director in the company so and that was set up in the beginning um, so that I just would have someone to keep me level-headed. Sure, she yeah. has, um, her experience, she was in the army for over 20 years and she has HR background. So she's right. like the super organized expel.
1: Um, you don't want to mess with her? No. No.
2: No, and she's super structured, regimented, mm. Excel spreadsheet for everything.
0: Yeah, perfect. Yeah,
2: so, she was just going to keep me grounded if I ran away with too many ideas, I yep. guess. Yeah. Oh.
0: yeah. And I'll just jump in there. Um, any chicks that want to kill it, I could probably count about 10 gold nuggets at least that have come out of your mouth. Already. And it's like, yeah, don't do things alone. Make yes. sure you've got... Um, a sounding board because your board or your sounding board, they're on your board because one, they want you to succeed. Yeah. And it's not jealousy, it's mm. not envy. Yeah. So it's, you're not getting someone on the board because you kind of know them and they've got a business down the road and, but they're kind of jealous of you. Yeah. And it's, a,
1: it's, it's, we talk about it all the time, don't we? Having that team of people that knows more about a certain aspect of business or life than you do. Yeah. And, and for your mum, I, I think that's a, a rare one from what I see is like, Mum's there emotionally to support you, and and sometimes cautious for you because she doesn't want you to yeah. fail. Whereas in your example, mum is like, um, she's a leader and a, and yeah. and really looks over you from um from a business pr- practical point of view, point of view to yeah. know that it's going to work. Not not I'm cautious. Oh, I hope it goes okay, Lauren.
2: Yeah. I hope, yeah, which is, I guess, the significant word there. There's Yeah, and they, you're still hoping everything works out, I guess, but, yeah, level-headedness, I think, is a, is a big one for me that I need to sort of bring back. And I've, I've found if you do take it to your board or your sounding board, you also find yourself justifying it and reasoning it out and then you're convincing yourself even more or you find out that it is a stupid idea because hmm. you can't you can't actually convince them.
0: Or they can. <laughs> you you might have the idea... And it's eighty percent emotion, twenty percent track school. <laughs> yeah, they might level it out and go, "Look, yeah, we get it, but maybe tweak this thing here." And
2: and that's the other thing my accountants have brought to me. Like, um, if I do have any ideas, they 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 come back to me usually with um, budgets to meet. Yeah. So then it actually fires me up even more. So it's like, a, uh, for a big one for us has been I've wanted custom coffee cups for a while, like takeaway cups, and um, it's a big. Cost outlay
0: because they're not cheap, are they?
2: No, well, it's 50,000 minimums per size, Ooh. so um, yikes, it's a big, it's not necessarily yeah, the same cost wise, just bigger outlay. So, yeah. cash flow wise, it's a little bit of an issue. And um, storage. they gave me, yeah, and storage, they gave me a budget to hit. Um, and I, I kind of laugh because every day I used to come home and I'd be like, I'm gonna get my fucking cups, here. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. joke, and then I, so
0: I, I know you're an accountant, but you don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. But it yeah. pushes
2: you. These people just push you to yeah. um, get what you want, essentially. A-
1: and hello to the, all the accountants listening out there. But <gasps> but a lot of the time, accountants are quite conservative in nature. Yeah. So you you want someone on your team that yes, they're conservative, but also are gung ho for your success, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, and supportive, and then and s- these guys. The guys I use too, like, they know me now and, and see my point of view. So, they do question me quite a lot. And I go back um, and fight back with them. And yeah, so, right. there is that banter. But I need to be questioned mm. in the beginning. For sure. To um, to figure out whether it's right. So, mm.
0: going back to the beginning. Yeah. Uh, you've got the business plan. You've got a, a the best kind of shot of... Real world figures that hey it's going to cost this much yep. I'm projecting that I can sell X amount and all the business is is income less what it costs yes and the equals part at the bottom is profit
1: <laughs> and then and then after that I look at businesses well our first goal is to cover costs yes. cover yes. everything and yep. not have to take a wage The second part is if I can take a wage from this in the first six months fantastic I'm doing well and then it's like well let's reach for the stars I want to make a million dollars profit yeah right was that the same task for you in the in the 30 page plan or I
2: think for us I was was probably even more realistic in that I was like I don't know when I'm gonna pull a wage out of this um and so for the first easily 18 months to two years I worked seven days a week and um we, we would have like I would only have like one or two other so staff lean. members yeah. so yeah, yeah just um, and not getting paid um, and only recently have um, talks changed and yeah I'm about to sort of like they're like what kind of income do you want and how do yeah. we make this happen and it, it's actually been quite mind-blowing for me because I've never been in it for, for that and yeah. I think that's yeah, been yeah, with a your account big, and you're um, talking yeah. That, yeah and I think that's been um, worked to my advantage and allowed us to get, you know, to where we are because it's not really ever been about the money for me. It's yeah. about
1: interesting. The you hear yeah. that quite a bit, and uh, yeah. we we stress it quite often, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Don't
0: just go and do something because you love the dollar potential. And, and yeah. that goes back to the the underlying passion. If you're doing something because you can, you might see dollar signs when it gets tough, or if you've been at it for eight months and things aren't working out, you're going to tank it, and it will actually cost you money mm. because yeah. you've invested all this time and energy. And you haven't had the passion and the drive to get a return. Yeah, um, and you end up resenting years. it. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: then not liking.
0: There's an aspect of I'm going to start
1: a business. This is what I'm passionate about. But is there a niche in the market? How much of that part of it was for you? Like, yeah, I'm passionate about maybe um, homewares and and all of those things, cafe, etc. Yep. But how much of it was, well, it's going to be in Belmont, it's going to be on the
0: water, there's a niche here, there's not many about? Um, and, and before you answer that as well, and was the vision, I just want homewares or I just want a cafe and then it flicked over to a cafe with homewares or did it flick over homewares to cafe or was it both?
2: Yeah, so... My passion is homewares. Sure. Um, and spaces, I... My space has to be um, right for me to, in, in terms of me to be creative, for me to be um,
1: productive,
2: right. sane, um, yeah. less anxious.
1: So, you don't live in a one bedroom apartment?
2: Uh, a one bedroom apartment would be fine as long as the color of the walls was pretty right. and, um, and everything was, was yeah, <laughs> and it was all um, organized. Okay. People
0: still say decor or is that 80s? I
2: don't think so. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. It's a shampoo, isn't it? Edit that out. Oh. <laughs> You' <laughs>
2: um so, yeah, my passion is um homewares and and nice things, I guess what I realized is retail is not probably the best um industry to get involved in going forward it's like it's not a dying trend, but it's, it's hard, hard, hard work, yeah. yeah, um so for me, it was like, I have to accompany that with something that's going to be my bread and butter so and obviously, I love coffee, so um the coffee was to get people through the door hmm. and constantly. And I knew I needed, um, like, I think for retail, the biggest thing is getting them in the door and then wanting them to linger and enjoy the space. Absolutely. Look at something. Um, get not, an experience. Yeah. And, and it, it's also created this thing where there's no, there's not a lot of impulse buying. Like, a lot of our regu- regulars um, are here daily, so they think about it.
0: Yeah, it's considered, it's measured. It's considered,
2: it's, yeah. yeah. So that has helped with, um, you know, not just buying for the sake of it, and i don't want to create that sort of retail store either i don't want people coming in here and just consuming um so yeah my passion is definitely the back end of the store but i also know how important a consistent cup of coffee was um and to get that right so coffee was definitely the com- accompaniment. accompaniment mm. yes. accompaniment not talk <laughs> um but obviously the cafe side has definitely grown mm. more significantly yeah. um we started with a coffee machine and no food. So now we have um a full menu and um that's grown a lot in the um, last four and a half years. In terms of Belmont um and this actual space, this was a little bit by chance. I had I was living in Sydney um and driving up here looking for spaces and I had got a lease in Merriweather. Um and um, was signing off on that, quit my job down in Sydney, planned to move up, and uh, we got gazumped. In oh, the last. wow. Did you? So um, then it became.
0: And if you don't know what that means, is you basically commit to a price, and then before the final execution, they turn around and said, Oh, someone's offered more, see you <clears throat> later. Yeah.
2: And not only that, someone offered more, and they're going to do what you wanted to do oh,
0: in this no. space. Oh. Killing it and did that eventuate yes and did, are they still there yes okay yeah. um, they're not doing coffee is.
2: but um, yeah um, but you know you don't wish ill on anyone starting a small business is hard so yeah. Um, but yeah so that happened that sort of threw me a little bit obviously but then it was like well okay you've quit your job you're, you're going up there so it just made it a lot easier I was up here just looking around and I would just drive around and um, yeah. this space I actually wasn't up for lease but um, next door we have a real estate agent and I just went in there and was like what's going on yeah. in here um, they put me in touch with the owner and I pretty much knocked on his door and called him Great. week on week and uh, yeah, eventually got the space and
1: just gold it, nugget just there yeah absolutely for the listeners so yeah. yeah you've got to get yourself out there you've got to be active yeah doors, don't I think you?
2: that's the biggest thing I've, I've learnt too is in a lot of respects with a small business, if it's just nobody else is going to do what you can do, like, you know, if it doesn't matter whether... You can't
0: whether, outsource your passion and drive.
2: No, no, and you've just got to get up off your ass and um, get out there. Like, you can't, you've got to knock mm. on doors, you've got to ring people, you've got to bug them yeah. um, because nobody else is going to just come to you with a silver platter and, and uh, hand it to you.
0: I've got two more quick questions about when you started. Yep. I guess the first one... And if the answer is not yes, I won't actually put this question in. <laughs> Have you paid the debt back yet?
2: Uh, we haven't paid it back, but um, cash flow wise, I'm in
0: the green. Sure. Yeah. Are you comfortable for that question to stay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. I think
1: that's good for the listeners to, to understand that, yeah, it's, it, there's debt there. There's, there's, there's a-
2: debt there. Um, yeah. And I've always been, I'd, I'm going to sound a little bit silly, but. Accountant-wise, like I do get their advice and cash flow-wise, it's better to have in the bank for me and there and know that I can pay that. But I also pay off more than I need to weekly. So that's sure. constantly going down. Yeah, sure. so, Yeah, So yeah. yeah, yeah, great. Cool. And you,
1: I'm just going to backtrack a, a little bit. Yeah. You mentioned, Lauren, about retail as a dying yep. breed or whatever you want to call it. Um, I also get the feeling that it's – In some respects, it's got some sort of resurrection because people like to come in and see so much stuff online but come in and want to touch and feel these books and
0: things like that. and I'll jump in before Lauren's take on this, but it's very interesting. What's happened, I guess, as a Western society, if it's any indication, Frank Lowy sold all the international Westfields and if he's selling shopping centres, that's interesting. But number two... I think we're sick of going to the big things. Yeah. Like, I'd rather drop in here, get mum's present, <laughs> yeah. get the corner whatever store. Um, yeah. and support local business now. Yeah. So, but that's only, you'll only survive if you're, if you can get the people there because there's a lot yes. of personalised. Yeah. 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 So, what's Which, your take on that? So,
1: let Lauren answer this one <laughs> now. <laughs> I just wanted my two
0: cents. Yeah.
2: I did think that was interesting because I, I did earlier this year, like after the… It's called
0: my millennial money, <laughs> <age>, John, remember?
2: <laughs> I did after the Christmas trade, um, went to like a seminar thing this year and the head forecaster for NAB was there and and, read and It was just bagging out retail basically and yeah. how poor it had just done. And I was like, oh, I've just had the best Christmas on record for us yeah. and I was like, okay, what, how, why? Yeah. And um, I could only put it down to the fact that like uh, for December and even a little bit earlier, like I was just behind our home was kind gift wrapping and yeah. talking to customers and I was talking to my regulars who I know, I know their family, I know what kids they have I know, and I'll yeah. be like, this is the great, you know, this is what you need to look at over here and I know you love vegan books, I've just got this one in. So it's about, I guess… Customising the experience,
1: yeah. And the nab economist, uh, with all due respect, is not coming into the common circus to form no. his opinion, is he? he's, no, and he's that's, looking at Westfields and yeah, Stocklands the, the big and, guys. Yeah. And then, which
2: is also like a few other things I think about too, which is um, parking, like yeah, ease yeah. of parking. If you've got three kids mm. and you want to jump into a Westfields, it's not fun. Whereas um, here. You can jump out of the car, jump back in um, and get a few things done. But, yeah, for, for me – it doesn't
1: cost anything either.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's that's part of the add-on of being local. Like, you can adapt and go, okay, we're going to give um, free gift wrap. Like, we free gift wrap everything. Um, have a chat. You can have a – what we were doing was, you know, spend $100 and get a free coffee. Um, so, it was about the experiencing. Being enjoyable, sure. and
0: if you are in a rush and just want a good coffee, there's always batch brew, which is good black, filthy <laughs> yes. coffee. Yes,
2: we've thought of everything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So that's really good. What you just said there, I want to. My last question about establishing, and then we might move on to where we're at today. Yep. Talk to us about being a female, like yep. when you're saying the the plyboards and all yeah, that. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to us about being a female, a young female who has the same, I guess, who should be treated as equal as anyone else. Yeah. Because you're a a, a person. And an adult. <laughs> and an, an adult. Uh, yeah. And you can vote and you pay tax. Yeah. So talk to us about establishing this and some of the challenges that you had and also what you would say to the young girl listening who wants to give something a crack.
2: Yeah, I did um, come across a, a few hurdles, I think, because um, it was – me I was talking before like it was me just about um being in this space literally I you know got the power turned on and um plugged in the phone and got all that
1: this is real done yeah Yeah. Yeah. and
2: then I had I just started writing on the walls about you know what I want design wise and aesthetically what I needed to be done um this was an old office space so I needed it demolished as well um and I just started, I was like, okay, what do you do? You just pick up the phone and you just like go through, you know, Google and start calling people and getting quotes, I guess. I did come against a bit of resistance. I was saying, you know, people, oh, especially males, I think, you know, they would come here, see me and go, no, that's not what you want. You want this. And I, <laughs> I just found that. Um, and they, were, without being, you know, they're older males who just yeah. Yeah. probably, you know, Stuck my dad's age kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. this little, this young girl doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, I do know what I want. Do they do they
1: come in now and buy you coffee and yeah, you're just, exactly. in your mind you're saying, well, I told you so, you're idiot.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think I think I am headstrong from the beginning anyway, so it was a little bit easier for me to sort of you know, sort of say, get stuffed. and
1: Yeah, would you say that's a great trait to have as a a new business owner?
2: Yeah, I think being headstrong but also um, believing in, like, trusting your gut and your intuition. And I think that's what women have um, and we do really well is we have this intuition and to... Just um, believe in it, I guess, yeah. and um, and that's what I've got better at. Like, and I think that comes with experience. Like, you know, um, things happen, and you're like, I should have trusted my gut, and mm. then, um, so that's a big one for me. It's just like um, believing it. in myself. Yeah,
0: yeah. I right. mean, and it's it's a difference between like if you said if you said to a plumber like, oh, I need to the tap there. Yeah. And he's like, well, no, you can't because it's this, actually that. not prying. Yep. It's not possible because of science or whatever. Technically, yeah. yeah. Versus yeah. this is the design I want and the vibe that I want. Can you do this? Yep. Um, yeah. For someone to question. Aesthetically, don't mess with a woman when <laughs> that, when it comes to that. I've, I've learnt
1: that but the it, hard way I've, at home.
2: Now that I've come to think of it, though, there was a point – like just specifically where our counter is and we needed um, hot water for the sink where you wash your hands um, by law. Um, our hot water is on the other side of the building and um, they were sort of going, oh, how are we going to get all the pipe? And I was like, can't we just put a little hot water machine under the counter here? And they're like, yes, yes, we can. <laughs> so I, I think also like without, I don't, ever want to bag out men but like sometimes women no, bring a, <laughs> a give, sense give of to practicality to things um, and or oh, just mm. anyone like we yeah. we all think differently so yeah anyone can bring anything to the table but um, it's men, the men attitude
0: the it's behind it I mean I'm I'm buying a product at the moment that's it's it's a new computer Car. no, no. no. Um, for video editing right yeah and it's probably a five grand custom build I'm not a computer guy. I need someone to build it for me. But I understand how the world works. Yeah. And they've come back to me with... And I told them what they want. I wanted an Intel, for example. And they came back to me and said, no, an, an AMD is better. Better. And I said, that's fine. That's your opinion. For and I me, know you're yeah. a wholesaler of AMD or whatever because I can see it all at your wall. But in this instance, I need this. Yeah. So, it's, it's that balance of being... I guess it's, it can be harder if you're a young female and there's an old fat white male telling yeah. you you're wrong. Yeah. Does that imitate Or intimidation? it's not possible. I think that's yeah. another thing
2: too. Like tradies often tell you it's not possible because they don't want to do it. And, yeah, or, it's or they're and lazy. And too hard. Yeah. And, yeah. and so the question back is like, is it not possible or is it possible that it's going to cost me a lot more money yeah. or time?
1: Either either way, I want to know.
0: Yeah. And, and it's show my some empathy for what I need. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's my prerogative to know and then make that decision, not yeah. yours. So, yeah.
0: Fast forward today, you've got the coffee machine over there. Yep. Um, it's looking banging. It's, yeah, uh, great it's, colour. It's pink.
2: That's Blanche. It's
0: Blanche. Blanche. Um, she's the machine. Now, talk to us about business. She's off the Golden Girls, wasn't she, Blanche? Yeah, this is yeah.
2: Blanche. From, yeah,
0: pink. Yeah, great. Um, talk to us about business and relationships because I know that you use Glee Coffee Roasters who yep. happen to support the show and if you go to GleeCoffee.com, we don't actually have them as an advertiser currently but... If you can still use the promo code M3 at the checkout and get a 15% discount and get coffee sent anyway. so mm. And Glenn gets free coffee if he mentions them, so, yeah. so yeah. it's in his best interest. <laughs> Don't edit that out either. No. Hey, I, I, hey, Beth and Chris, if you're listening. I said to them once, I'm like, I'll help you, but I'm never paying for a coffee in your store ever again. But anyway. <laughs> um, so t- talk to us about... Business and relationships because you've been open what, eight years ish.
2: No, five. 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 Sorry, sorry.
0: Yeah. Um, you've been. I'm going to edit this out. He's,
2: been, he's a good listener.
0: <laughs> oh great. Um, you've been. He's not married yet. <laughs>
2: yeah right. Yeah yeah.
0: All right. Shush. I need a clear edit <laughs> path. So you've been open five years. Yes. Uh, talk to us about and you've used the same coffee supplier. Yep. And a lot of people can say you can get cheaper coffee. You can get. I don't know. Different coffee. Coffee's a commodity, which it actually is. If you want to get technical, like energy and water. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've, but you've used the same coffee supplier for five years, which can be rare in business, because um, no different than someone having an office and mm. changing the photocopy of after three years or whatever. Yeah. Loyalty, loyalty and uh, yeah. So tell us about mm. that logic.
2: Yeah. To be honest, I don't. I it hasn't really ever crossed my mind to um look into that in terms of a pricing point of view um you know could i get it cheaper and make more profit off um what we sell um i connected with the glee guys glee guys um obviously way back in the beginning before we opened um months before we opened um i was actually looking at a few sydney based companies and then when i moved up here to newcastle i was like why am i going to sydney um, when there's such great things happening up here um, And then when I sat with the guys, I just connected with them straight away. So my first meeting was with um, Jesse and Chris at Derby Street um, and they just felt like family to me. And so I think the biggest, like I guess the answer to that question is for relationships and in business, I have some pretty strong morals and values um, and they're all outlined in that massive business plan I did. And I think... For me, values in the business are paramount and and I always come back to them when I'm making a decision. Like, could I live with myself um, making these decisions? And and that's a big one for me. If um, I'm not – because I'm not here for the money, so to speak, um, it is more about, like, how will that sit with me personally and can I carry that around on my shoulders? So, for me, these guys have been, like, outstanding and they're practically family. And I was saying before, I almost get offended – when people other roasters come in and sort of ask, you know, to for me to have a look at them, because I'm like, no, why would you know? These guys are family to me, and they also have the same values. Um, and I think that's really important in business if you're going to have relationships with other people that they sit alongside you and work towards the same goal.
0: Do you think your personality, and I guess we're all open to it. Do you think there could ever be an issue with some type of that? loyalty because um, a lot of people get this with relationships in their life that it's this blind loyalty yeah. and it's actually now not a good relationship but that's still like I guess if there was a problem you'd have to just call them on it and at the end of the day if on a commercial level they weren't delivering or whatever yeah. there would have to be some hard decisions but I guess I don't even know where I'm going I'm just yeah, saying uh, is I'm that an I'm like,
1: speaking for you it, uh, is your board too close for you, to you to give you the hard answers.
2: No, so my accountants saying? bring this up in terms even in terms of glee, you know, they're like, Okay, now you you know, you've reached this benchmark with how many coffees you're making, you're doing this many kilos per week. Yeah. yeah. You're now to go back to them and ask and you know, for a discount or um Yeah. And I was like, Oh Um, and that's what those people in my life do, is yeah. they push me to right. um, confront things that I would... Your personality push. would just yes. be...
0: Oh, too yes. Yeah, so,
2: yeah, you're right, in terms of my personality um, being too loyal, but that's why I have people around life. me yeah. that um, sure. yes. push me to do certain things.
1: And you're fine to make those decisions, even though it's not in your nature?
2: Uh, yeah, because I can't rely on anyone else to. And then I'm also pretty big on um, accountability. So, I, mm. if someone tells me to do something and then I'm going to go back to that, you know, meeting in a next quarter or whatever, yeah, they're going to ask it. me the question yeah. I haven't done it, I'll feel like shit. And yeah. um, I don't like to not do yeah. what I'm not told, but um, I like to do my homework, do you, basically. Yeah.
0: Do you have other... Kind of, uh, relationships in the business that have the same type of longevity of other suppliers?
2: Yeah, I've got a, obviously a lot of homeware suppliers. Yep. Um, which are and that l-
0: can be cyclical and seasonal with different yep. stuff. So
2: yeah, And I've had to be um, honest and upfront with these guys as well. Like there's certain um, brands that I carried for a long time and then I've stopped. Yep. And um, Purely not because um, I didn't like the brand anymore but because Wasn't I need selling. to keep things fresh yeah. and different yeah. and you can't just keep stocking the same stuff and yeah. that's unfortunately part of it. Um, you know, simple thing like our uh, candles were pretty massive back in the day and the, now it's moved on so I carry a lot less of them which means I've dropped a lot of brands and um, still love them but unfortunately you can't be friends just for the, no, for the yeah. sake it's of it. business, isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah.
1: yeah my wife would
0: love this shop but
1: she's got 50% of this stuff already I reckon
0: (laughs) before we finish up if there's a young woman who wants to go down a similar road and it might not be a physical location it might be an online business or it might be something is there something you would tell them like direct into the microphone you're in their ear whether it's a practical tip a word of encouragement a whatever it is what not to do what to definitely do are there any kind of bullet points you would tell them?
2: I think the strongest thing that I feel is like um, is don't take no for an answer. If you believe in something yeah. and you've thought about it and you've really nutted it out in your own head and people are still saying like, oh, take it easy slow and down. And
0: you're bored and with you as well. And
2: you, Yeah, I think I think for me it's just like really been about trusting Yourself and knowing yourself, and that I wanted this, and not—I really wasn't going to let anything stand in my way—in mm. um, terms of getting it, and—and and that also meant like hard work. Like, um, you know, I was—if—if if it was going to fail, I was going to die trying. Kind yeah. Of thing. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great and I, point. I've
0: got a similar view. It's like I—I would literally rather put all the chips on the table, mm. give it a crack. Yeah. Hell, I'm going down with this bloody shit. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what have we got to lose?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, can I ask, looking forward, Lauren, yep. if you look at your three to five-year, ten-year vision board, what, yep. what's what's on it, if you so don't mind sharing? It's,
2: yeah, it's been interesting, literally just, we've just, um, I guess, at the end of last year where we had a really great Christmas, it's kind of shifted now. And, um, you know, we're doing well, things are, you know, tracking really well, so it's allowed me to think, sort of into the future rather than the day-to-day, which has been quite mind-blowing to me. And um, and it means I can fulfill more dreams, I mm. guess, so to speak. So we are just in the midst of doing two new websites, one for the store here um, in terms of what we do in Belmont and the space, um, and then an online store. So I feel like I've got all the infrastructure, um, the brands, and everything to set up a pretty cool online store um, and be successful and have like another sense of income and another business. So, um, that's on the cards at the moment, which is really exciting and daunting because it's like opening another can of worms, um, another business basically. So, it's like how much time is in the day. And
0: that's kind of a a segue to saying, you know, a lot of people thinking, oh, that's fine, but you don't have kids. Uh, You're a new mother.
2: How's
0: life now Yeah, Being I've got a, a <laughs> responsible individual
2: <laughs> I've got a um, an 18 month she just turned one and a half Christ. the other day so she's um I when I first went to my accountant he was like right this is fine you can do this but you can't get married or have children <laughs> <laughs> so we waited a year so um yeah. no she she is good she also has brought work-life balance into my world.
0: Is this the child or the accountant? (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think in a way um, people coming in see you as the family person now as well though. Yeah. That could enhance it.
2: It's also, it's brought a whole new department I guess or category to our business which is I never really stopped yeah. much to do with kids. And that's
0: what I've noticed. Yeah. There's more kids More kids, stuff. kids stuff, which is yeah. fine. Um, before
1: you were kicking the kids out, now you're embracing them as they I walk the I don't know if store. I'm still
2: <laughs> embracing all of them, but um, no, <laughs> just joking. Um, it's just for, I guess, uh, the name Common Circus, which a lot of people don't really realise, like circus is just meant to represent something that's ever changing and moving forward and rolling. So for me it's a bit of a selfish thing and, and I want this space to grow with me. So I want to just love what I do for the rest of my life. So I've wanted to create a space where I could grow with it um, and still love and be passionate about it in 10 years' time as well as, you know, today. So that does mean that it's going to evolve and change with me. Um, and so that's just the beauty, I guess, of having mm. your own small business as you can.
1: Yeah, so as a, as a small business uh, any any business owner should be working in, on, and ahead of the business. Yes. So, at at year five into your business, how much are you working in the actual business today?
2: It depends on the time of the year, I guess. Um, so, in terms of like, um, and I guess the last year and a half has been different um, with having a baby. Um, down, I'm I am down here most days I pop in if even if I am with my um daughter she's down here with me and we might pop in and and there's a little bit of like um you know floating around with customers talking to people whether that's on the other side of the counter and I'm not really working but just visible mm. um I think it's really important to be here daily whether it's checking in with your staff or your customers my staff need to know that like I'm still here present I still love it um I'm still passionate um and I haven't left the building, so to speak. And then my customers, for us, just being such a local, regular, community-based store, um, they want to see me around as well. Yeah.
0: yeah, sure. And I and I would say as a, a bit of a segue, it's very, very hard to scale and replicate this because you are such a key person. The scale side of the business has got to be the online stuff. Is that a good... Yeah,
2: I think... I think that's it. And as I touched on before, as I said, I've got all the brands under our sort of roof here. I've got a good relationship with these guys. I've got some space out there. I've got staff who can pick and pack. Like um, I've got the database, you know, like the point of sale set up. So it's kind of all there. I'm just not really utilizing it. Um, so that's why I want to do the online stories, yeah, just to build on that more sales and reach further. Um, for me, my passion will still lie in the actual space and coming in here and feeling the warmth and the friendship. And, and yeah,
0: and you can know. get that feel when you come yeah, in. Yeah, and I know there's a story, and we will wrap up. But just maybe, do you have anything else you want to add?
2: I don't think so. No.
1: Mm. Well, I, I would just say that, like, as a for for the listeners at the moment. For small business owners, whether they're a small business owner now or looking to be, yep. a, a lot of business owners get stuck in the business too much yeah, and other business owners get stuck looking ahead of the business and not being in it themselves because they want to have this work-life balance where they yeah. work five hours a week and, and uh, think it's all going to be rosy. Yeah. Right? So it, it seems as though you've got a pretty good balance.
2: I think that's obviously about the staff. Like the people you employ, yeah, and that's been like a really big
0: yeah, priority. How is, how is it been with HR? Is that because I hate it myself?
2: I wouldn't say I love it. Like the hiring the right people is really. It's mm. not that I don't like hiring these. Like I have amazing, amazing staff, yeah. and it's not that I don't love it. But it's it's really um, daunting, like hiring new people, and especially in the first few years where it was um, when it was Laura. Um, and I, and then letting new people into our club, so to speak, was um, and you know we used to we used to hardly talk, we used to just work around each other, and it would be in sync and then um, as the business has grown, you know now I kind of get up to eight or nine staff at times wow.
1: um, any males
2: No. And it's not because I don't want to hire them. I just don't know that they want to work in a homeware store with a pink coffee machine. But yeah. they're more than welcome to apply.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> will um, <I'll> apply. <laughs> yeah, Glenn
1: would be good in yeah. here.
2: Um, but yeah, hiring the right staff is, is a lot of pressure. And you've got to put that pressure on yourself because if you get it wrong, it changes yeah. the entire yeah. culture yeah, totally. of your business. Totally, so for them or you. I think the best thing I've learned is if you do get it wrong, fix it quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I haven't got it wrong that that much. But um, I think just also making work enjoyable, like these guys are all casual, but it doesn't mean that they shouldn't love what they do. Hmm. Um, if I want to love what I do, they probably want the same
0: like yeah. the rest of us. Yeah.
2: Um, so even though they're working and there might be some crappy times during the day, you've got to make work fun still and enjoyable yeah. to be here.
0: Do the accountants ever say you're, you're too staff heavy? Because uh, I, I always – there's always at least three people working. Yeah. Maybe two ever. middle of In terms of, day. of
2: like a shift-wise, not not the eight or nine total but the shift.
0: Or, uh, no, I'm talking literally percentage-wise of right, revenue. Right now, for example. Yep. Like, yeah. They do. They yeah.
2: question it. Um, yeah. They question me on that and several other things and this is where I fight back and tell them why. Um, and – Yeah, for me, I think I'm at a pretty bare minimum behind that counter. And if if anything, uh, one of our issues has been – and this is where I can't escape being in the business is um, because we almost – we do have two counters in here. So, there's two businesses running essentially side by side. So, our coffee and cafe side of it is um, very busy these days. So, we literally have three people on during the week and it's four for a – Couple of hours of the
1: weekend. Yeah, yeah you're um, right. There is a, a bit of diversification behind the counter, so you do need the numbers. And in a busy life that people lead, the last thing you want is for people to uh, be
0: sitting around waiting yeah, for you. And I mean, a, I, yeah, and that's On a Sunday or Saturday morning, there might be a line out this door. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And I think coming from Sydney, I used to live in Cronulla and drive into Rosebery, and I used to. I mean, there's great coffee in Canola. and you used to drive up, it'd take you 20 minutes to find a park, and then it would take you at least 20 minutes, half an hour to get. So you're, and a, an extra like 40 minutes to an hour to get your coffee <laughs> to get in the a morning. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. And that's normal. Be good coffee? Yeah. And it was, and sometimes I'd get back in the car with the piccolo and be like, I've finished it. <laughs> 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 and so for me, getting a coffee on your way to work, should be quite efficient i also hate when you walk into a cafe and there's several girls just talking behind the counter and you've ordered but they're still talking yeah we so it's um a habit of ours sometimes like if we aren't a line up the door and someone starts you know ordering just, like their coffee we'll start making it as we can hear it like and that's yeah. Um, it's just about being efficient. I don't it's and
0: active and
1: yes proactive proactive as, yeah. an, as yeah. an employee. It's not,
2: that, it's not hard and it's mm. not rocket science. I really don't mm. understand why.
1: Mm. I was taught in business in early days that uh, if if someone can do the role that you were doing to eighty percent of what you what you could do it, yeah, then that's a great result. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, obviously, you've I think you've got that standard here, yeah,
2: yeah. And I think standards. Uh, maybe not ever but for me here it's like monkey see monkey do mm-hmm. so for me it's about being here and still doing things because sure. that's yeah. the best way people learn is if that's how she's going to do it then yeah. that's the expectation and I mean
0: if, you, if you've got a small business like this you know and you own it if you take your hands off the wheel, like if you didn't rock up here for a month and just put a manager in, yeah. Yeah. it would drift and it would go beyond yep. and you wouldn't be able to salvage it. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like it'd be very tough. So, you've got to be in it. Yeah. And
2: and it is about the one percenters. Like yeah. even working yeah. here over Easter um, to save a bit of money, um, there's just certain things like it grows all the time. So, just working and understanding what they're going through behind and what could make it more efficient. Yeah. And it might be a small thing. It might be buying an extra couple of knives. So, there's one knife in every, Mm. you know, in the peanut butter, jam and butter rather than one knife that they have to clean. You know, it's a a littlest of things where, and you can spend a little amount of money to make something way more efficient.
0: Well, I wanted to finish on, tell us, is there a story behind the big communal table?
2: There, it is no, no. there 's not it, okay. um,
0: it that 's about the space
2: yeah this <laughs> came this came late later in the um, we didn 't have this when we first opened, yep. We just needed more space sure um, and and it 's proven to be like I think one of our biggest parts of our store. we have um, lots of people sitting at this table that we have a lot of customers who have met here and, mm. like, catch up here just because they come at even, the same time. Even the, la-
0: even the lady down the end who's got the cup from another cafe. Yeah,
2: that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that.
0: At least she bought some food here. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> um, well, she's experienced uh, your cafe. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, but, hey, she now knows that you can get coffee here. Correct.
2: Because, yeah. Mm. yeah, by the sign out the front, it's not, not so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, no, the communal tables, been, like, it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. I think if it, even if I set up in another space that was twice the size, I would have big communal tables. So I think it makes a massive difference totally. to the space. Yeah. So,
0: thank you so much, Lauren.
2: Thanks in- for having me. No
0: worries. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, at Common Circus on Insta.
2: Yeah, at Common Circus.
0: Great. Get on to it, people. Thanks, Lauren.
2: Thanks for having All me. Right. Bye-bye. bye
0: Bye-bye. Oh. Hey, I know I crap on all the time about getting our foundations in place, but our personal protection plan is something you need to do today. I know many of our listeners have got this set up, but if you're one of them and haven't already, go to sortyourmoneyup.com, click get help, and I'll put you in touch with someone who can guide you through. Generally, there's no cost to have an initial chat. And if you're young, fit and healthy, you need to get this stuff in place today. If you've got a family and you're not covered, hey, what if you freaking died? I'm not messing around. You need to get insured. Do it. Do it now. And anyone that I refer you to will do it the same way that we teach and we talk about here. And that advice provider, wherever you are in Australia, are happy to have a complimentary discussion with you at no cost to see where you're at and see if they can help. So, what have you got to lose? Have a chat today. Jump on to sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. So, you can see by hearing Lauren there, you know, life is full of risks. Yeah. And you've just got to step out, take that risk and almost go with your gut for want of a better word Mm. and, you know, test the water and if it's working... Just start turning it up a notch. Yeah, totally. Just uh, you can
1: see there's a lot of passion there to begin with. And that's that's the key, isn't it? Just going with something that you're really passionate about. And and as you said, stick your neck out and and have a go. And and if it doesn't work
0: out, then learn from it. Because I don't know of many or any other homeware stores, quote unquote, that the main draw Hmm. is the quality coffee and... You know, it's not a big menu. It's like you know, get a toasted sandwich, get a croissant, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I just think if you if you want to do something different, test the market, do some research. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe just go for it. But just be strategic and just make sure you don't go over your head too early. Um, no.
1: Yeah. And and she's nailed it in in a number of ways, has not she? Oh, like, absolutely. It's, it's a cracking location. Yeah. Um. The the quality of the homewares and and books and everything are spot on and, and yep. the coffee's one of the best.
0: Now, let's get into some questions from a couple of listeners. David asks, what is the common pitfall everyone falls in? What is one piece of financial advice that applies to everyone that most people don't do?
1: Yeah, well, I would, I would say as a majority, not, not talking this podcast specific, but I would say save money.
0: Yeah, and I would probably go back to what we were saying before, that one eye on the future. Mm. Yeah, so you know me, I'm awful one for spending for the now and mm. living for the now. I, I've got that nail; yes, It's quite yeah. good. Yes. But I've also had to know that the Glen James, when he's 60 years old, is going to need money to spend. <laughs> and I need to put that money away today. So... One thing I would say to that question, David, is start now putting money away for future David. Yep. Absolutely. And that's probably, and I can guarantee if the government didn't set up the compulsory superannuation, yeah. 9.5%, which yeah. is ratcheting up to 12% in the later years, years yep. um, no one would save for the future on mass. No.
1: No, and that's I, I don't know about you, but I meet so many people that are in their mid-40s, even early 50s that haven't got a dime in the bank. Absolutely. Now, they, they may yes, they may have assets and they've got their super trickling away in the background, but they're just consistently not saving on a monthly basis. And you know that over 20 years, how much
0: of an impact you can make if you're saving that set amount each month. Absolutely. And then I would say to David, a lot of people spend most of their time focusing on the what, what do I need to invest in, is it the best return on my money, is Mm. it this. They need to step back and just first and foremost focus on the habit of putting money aside on a consistent basis.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, would you go the next step and ask yourself why? What is it that you're wanting to do? Exactly.
0: I think, number one, David, you need to have one eye, well and truly... Pitched on the future. And you know, it's funny. Actually, my father, when he was teaching me to drive, the one thing he pushed into my head was not looking at the end of the bonnet. And a lot of people jump in the car and they'll look at the end yeah. of the bonnet, eyes up, looking out, yeah. and looking up. And then my mum, she taught me at a roundabout or whatever don't worry about the traffic that's ahead, just mm. focus on the car in front. Yeah. So, you can see what's happening here. Yeah, absolutely. At times in life, if we're cruising and flowing in life, yeah, absolutely. We've got to look mm. ahead. Mm. But if there's a change in a circumstance or we've had to stop or whatever, yeah, bring that down yeah. and just have a look at the immediate in front of you.
1: Yeah, for sure. And yeah. then... The so, car has a lot of uh, analogies towards life, doesn't it? You don't it look does. in the, the rear vision mirror. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, it's... Um, Yeah, it's a great question, David. And Mm. I will say, yes, let's just try and focus on the habit thinking of the future and delaying gratification yeah and, and what, that flies in the face of the billboards that say flight center do interest-free holidays because yeah, you deserve a holiday John right. so I probably
1: do actually you do but David what's right for David is you're underworked different. and overpaid no <laughs> yeah, the opposite the opposite yeah. but yeah and and doing what's right for you is is really important isn't it and not absolutely. what everyone else wants you to do or what you think is the normal what's cool like absolutely doing and David, finding out what's
0: right for you and what you want to get out of life. Absolutely. Now, I will read a review and if you're kind enough to put a review up on the Apple Podcasts. Yes. Um, this one here Hello is actually... Hello to all the Android users out there. Yeah, and this is funny. John represents the Android <laughs> people. I represent the Apple people. So... Now we're I slowly, got, I, slowly I, capturing I, the market. Well, it's actually it's funny. We now have Forty percent of people who listen not on Apple. Is that right? And sixty percent on Apple. When we started it was eighty-five Apple. Yeah. So you know, you are Watch creeping up
1: space. there.
0: Um on the My Millennial Money Express podcast, uh, P D. Wilkie says, I'm a late bloomer, I'm thirty-six and sadly I've only seriously I've only started seriously thinking about my financial future a few years ago. I began trying things like investing in shares without any real knowledge of the market, created numerous budgets to live on and die by, used a heap of financial apps and loads of other things. This is funny. Actually, this is the first time I've actually read this. I should have (laughs) read (laughs) it. It's a five star, so that's why I thought I'd read it. All of which I've done in isolation, too embarrassed to ask for help. I love this podcast. It has a no-nonsense approach to finance and the ability to articulate in layman's terms... Different strategies and information uh, that works. My Millennial Money has given me a sense of confidence that I'm finally getting a grasp on the financial landscape, and more importantly, I'm now seeing the results of putting advice into practice. Keep up the great work! Yeah, and and that speaks to you're not alone. And I'm not doing this podcast for the thousands of people who are who are actually listening on mass. Yeah. I'm doing this podcast and. And we talk about this a lot, John. We're doing it for that 122 22-year-old girl who's on the commute into Adelaide. We're doing it for that yeah. one 31-year-old guy who's in a tractor in the middle <laughs> of Queensland. Yeah, Like, absolutely. I'm talking to you wherever you are. Directly. And I'm not taking anything for granted. No. Um, and you need encouragement. And if you're in isolation and this is the only place that you can get encouragement... Yeah, we want to be the voice for you. Absolutely. We're in your corner.
1: Yeah, that's what we're here for, really, isn't
0: did, it? Did you want to say anything yeah, on look, Paul's the, point? The
1: thing that um, that stuck out for me is how, how good is it to for them to realise that they were too embarrassed to ask for help? Absolutely. Like, And one thing I appreciate, if I can get personal with you, Glenn, is that you don't come across as knowing at all. And you and I don't, reach and, out and ask for help and advice. Absolutely, even when you might even know the answer. Yeah, right. And, and, as, and that's
0: and that, that's the the check. This correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: you're in your own do- domain, and yeah. someone from the outside may have a different perspective perspective on it. But yeah. so, first of all, fantastic for for admitting that. Yeah. But then, secondly, putting your hand up and saying, "Well, who's got
0: some help for me?" Yeah. And again, I've, I've said this over and over again. We are not your guru. Mm. We are not above anything that we speak about here. I mean, the amount of bloody mistakes I've made, financially, emotionally, (laughs) relationally, any alley that you choose, (laughs) I've been down that alley and made a buttload of mistakes. Yeah, as we all have. But it's about, hey, we're in this together. Mm. Being together is better than being alone. Mm. And if having accountability and encouragement limits those mistakes, well, hey, I've... I've done well,
1: yeah, because I think in the whether it's in the workplace and, and regardless of age, um, in society, we we come across as maybe expecting that we should have known the answer or we should be able to have, Absolutely. Um, have succeeded.
0: I mean, a lot of clients they'll call me and ask a question, mm. I don't mind saying, Oh, I actually don't know. No, I mean, how many times? Well, I have a few times. I mean, this whole <laughs> podcast, I've got a lot of personal <laughs> stuff out there, but I was at a I was at least eye twitch once. And it wouldn't go away and it wasn't any, it was weird. So, it was a neurological weird thing. Mm, Too much coffee. No, but it wasn't even that. So, anyway, I went to the doctor and he goes, oh, I don't actually know. Like, this is a specialist. Yeah. So, he looked, leant over, picked up his big book and had a look. Oh, I think it's this and he printed out a thing. And Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's. Yeah, and I went to a physio
1: the other day, did the same thing. They actually Googled the potential condition that was happening with the, the tendons. And yeah, I, I was fine with that because it, it's better than
0: treating something the incorrect way. Absolutely. Mm, so, same with money. Well, let's leave it there. And if you haven't, jump onto Instagram and follow us and check out uh, Common Circus, where we're recording from live today. Uh, it's a great coffee. It's a great cafe. It's a great Instagram. Lauren's got the online store. I buy a lot of homeware gifts from here. Mm, And I'm about to. And John's about to buy some stuff. And And I'll just finish on this. If you're a young lady and you want to start in business and you feel intimidated, number one, block it out. Tell anyone that says otherwise. Tell them to get stuffed. And we will always empower young women to meet the best women, because I actually think a lot of the time women make better entrepreneurs than guys. <laughs> totally, they're, uh, they're they're commonly more grounded, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. So <laughs> us boys get a bit flighty. Yeah. So we can. Um, yeah, we've got you back, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Go get them, girls. Okay. Bye bye. If you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. In fact, it's a general advice podcast. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on get help and I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances. Remember, we hang out on Insta at My Millennial Money. If you're a regular listener, you're welcome to join our Facebook group. If you want more money hacks, be sure to subscribe to My Millennial Money Express. It's short money hacks, anywhere, anytime, right into your ears.